What do you possibly get inspiration for? Did I give First you the, the puzzle for the battle? Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I did do that. I did give you guys inspiration. So yes, you guys both have inspiration. Well done. You can mark. Go ahead and mark that off in your character sheets. Um, for those of you who don't know, inspiration means that you can reroll any d20. It cannot be damage. It has to be either an attack, a save, or a check. I'm inspired. I would hope so. Same. I would hope so. <laughs> All right, now for the, the ultimate moment. Will our music work tonight? Oh, fingers crossed. Drum fingers roll. crossed. Oh, <laughs> drum roll. Oh, no. Oh. There we go. Hey. Hey. First try. First try. So. Ooh, I'm going to adjust mine just a little bit because that's a little loud for me. That's okay. There we go. So when we last left our heroes. Having received the blessing of the Pixies, the Elder Pixie goes on to tell you what details they have on the beast in the Champion's Tomb. After answering what questions he can, he offers assistance in helping the party learn more about the island, its residents, and their missing companion, Rainer. Following the discussion, our heroes follow the, their pixie guide to the tomb, where Alara's curiosity and a few glowing flowers hanging from the structure's vines quickly turns into an ambush by strange glowing creatures known as Will-O-Wisps. The battle commenced for some time as a few party members suffered great wounds, with some looking in Trix's direction entirely retreating from the battle. But the wisps were no match for our heroes as they were once again saved the day before venturing inside the tomb. Inside, the party met a new face, the tomb's guardian, the withered old tiefling, Spade. He informs you that the evil has been sealed below and only a test of might and mind would open the entrance. Accepting the challenge, the party faced off against the animated armor and weapon of the champion himself. With both quick thinking and actions, the party reigned victorious, receiving the keystone that would allow them to unlock the champion's crypt below. And so, our story continues. After another heroic endeavor, you are all thoroughly exhausted. And while the night sky cannot be seen from inside the temple, each of you and your body's internal clocks urge to rest. As I think we should rest. I think you're right. I'm pretty but sure. I want to you... do some. I want to do some studying first. Absolutely. As Are you... you studying pirates? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I'm. I. One day it'll all make sense. I, right now, I just. I'm trying to figure some stuff out. I've. You know, I'm figuring out stuff about time basically and i and i'll tie my hair up in a ponytail and i'll take out all my notebooks and lay them out on the floor and i'll just start scribbling away okay um go ahead and make an arcana check for me oh no already <laughs> <laughs> all right I'll, I'll use my special die for this <laughs> Need my character sheet for that. That's hey, 
not bad. 18. 18. Very good. As you lose yourself within the pages of your tomes, you remember the voice of your mentor, Rassilian Vo, whisper inside your ear, telling you to follow the strands of time as they converge and twist. However, if you can untie that knot, time will once be yours. Untie the knot. You feel a little bit more knowledgeable, a little bit more confident, and are almost ready to start testing your own experimental spells, perhaps. In the right environment, that is. <laughs> is there anything else anyone else would like to do before the night's rest? Uh, can I practice with my thieves' tools? Um, sure, why not? Mean. Go ahead and uh, make a, a check with your thieves' tools. Roll a d20 and then add your proficiency to it. Four. <laughs> As you uh, look through your lockpick and the various mechanisms that are attached to your thieves' tools, um, you uh, realize to yourself, I don't have anything to pick, and attempt to pick the actual pedestal with the missing keystone hollowed out. Unfortunately, oh no. doesn't seem to open the lock for you. Okay. But you do feel a little bit more knowledgeable about trying to pick a stone lock. I also have that I from something I took this off the ship. It's a sphere that says illuminate on it. As soon as uh, you say it, the ball begins to float in place directly in front of you as it begins to glow a hue about 20 foot radius, giving you cool. now a light source. Okay. I'm done. Oh, awesome. As you kind of walk away from the pedestal, the drift globe seems to follow behind you. Cool. I will call him Spark, and I will put him away. <laughs> oh, Spark. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. If there's nothing else, uh, I am. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm done. I'm good. I am going to find a quiet corner and reflect on our battles that we had and try to center myself again and reflect on how getting frustrated when I was messing up and how I can learn to reflect on and improve my, my skills on martial arts instead of uh, letting my emotions take over to try to recenter myself and with meditation. Very good. Go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw for me. <laughs> All right, that'll Chris, we're going to get DMC'd. We're going to get DMC'd at the link. How many you notes get 10 is seconds? that? With that, we're nailing those notes, my friend. Your tones are just <laughs> so dead on. 16 for the wisdom. System, uh, 16. So as you uh, as you sit in a cross-legged position, you close your eyes, recentering yourself for the moment. You feel a, a surge of emotions for just a brief moment as you reflect on the teachings within the monastery. And as you do, you take hold of the mindfulness and let all emotions drain from your body as you sit in quiet contemplation, now feeling much more relieved and centered once again. So, if there's nothing anyone else would like to do for the evening, 
I will I will go by the um, the murals and I will okay. copy them on my on a sheet of parchment each one sure. of the Okay, you go ahead and make a I will say I will allow it to be your choice. Would you like to make a sleight of hand or performance check? Um Oh, same. Let's let's do a side of hand. Okay, go ahead. That's uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, you uh, you take a few hours while the rest of your companions start to slowly make their way to their to their hide rolls, uh, sleeping rolls. You look over the murals, trying to mimic what you see directly in front of it. You get a pretty good uh, pretty good resemblance of it. Um, uh, anyone who would look at the pictures would clearly know what you were trying to depict. Good. I want to look over his shoulder and say, cool doodles. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just walk away. How would just continue drawing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Ollie and uh, Trix, is there anything you'd like to do? Yeah, can I cast identify on the weapon that I took from the oh. I borrowed from the <laughs> <laughs> the armor dude? Absolutely. Putting it down in front of you, you uh, slowly wave your hands over top of it, and as you do, a a golden glowed aura begins to emanate from both your hands that eventually gets transferred to the weapon itself. You then learn that it is a significant magic weapon, centuries old, which is surprising considering the state that it's in, near, near perfect condition. You learn that this in fact was a battle weapon during the god incursion. All right, well, I'm just gonna take it and keep examining it for the next hour or so before going into my stasis. Absolutely. And young tricks. Uh, no, I'm just gonna head off to bed. All right. So, um, uh, tricks. While the rest of you continue to work on your own activities, is once again sprawled out on the floor, now loudly snoring. A um, little bit of drool coming down the side, but more of an adorable drool than a, a disgusting mess of globule. Eventually, you all find your resting place for the evenings and bed down for the night. During the night's rest, each of you are haunted by dreams of shadowy creatures with malicious intent. You awake the next morning, uneasy, but rested enough for the day's challenges. Guys, I don't like the vibe in here. I had some bad dreams. Yeah, me too. What happened in your dreams? I was haunted by <laughs> um, forces with malicious intent. That's exactly what happened to me. All right. It's a bad vibe. Yeah, were they like shadowy creatures? Totally. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, yeah, we are going to go fight something apparently pretty bad. So maybe it knows we're coming. Maybe it's trying to scare us before we get there intimidate us well i feel uncomfortable but well rested 
Well, that's... So I don't know if it's working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's only one way to find out. Let's put the... Excuse me. In place. Oh, wait. Before before we start going, um, Alcor, I have, I have an idea for you. Um... I've been I've been working on some spells for a really long time, and I after we got like pixie dusted, the spell just came to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured it out, and I thought it would be super awesome for me. But then I realized I maybe this is a good opportunity to actually do the spell on you because what it does is it allows you to sort of, kind of get a brief glimpse into the future so much so that you can have like a like a one-up on an enemy like you you you'll be able to react faster than they can and and i was thinking this could be particularly good for you because um you have all these crazy spells that have like these huge area attacks and you keep attacking the group so maybe (laughs) Maybe if you knew before we did what was happening, you could get rid of all your powerful attacks before, you know, Pavo and Ollie and your favorite Eli gets all up in in their grills. Sure. That sounds like a great idea. Okay. I've been, I, I've been missing Eli each and every time, so I hope this, this time <laughs> I, I'll be able to get him. Well, see, now no one will be there because you'll probably know what's happening before everyone else. So, okay. um, but there, there's kind of a catch. Uh-oh. <laughs> of course there is. <laughs> when, when, I cast, <laughs> when I cast it, there's going to be a extremely like blinding light. So, but because you're not my enemy, if you just close your eyes, you'll be fine. Should I put my mask on when you cast it? No, because then you'll fall asleep. <laughs> So just, just right. keep your eyes closed, okay? Okay. What about everyone else? Can we hear this? Just and also, do, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying this. Yeah. Do yeah. we need just, to? <laughs> do we need to keep our eyes closed too? No. No, no, because we just basically, up. it's only like okay. a, <laughs> basically that's how I get the advantage of everybody. You're all blinded, but I can see. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no everyone. It's only in like a five, just around Alcor. So if, okay. if you guys just make sure you're not like standing right next to him, it should be fine. Okay. Alcor, when we come across a terrifying creature, then you're going to have to say, Alcor, close your eyes. <laughs> what? He's standing in oh, front of it. Yeah. Close his eyes. If I want to use the spell in that way then and not blind him, then yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, I don't see this going... And in any way, shape, or form, wrong at all. This is going to be so flawless. This is the first time I'm going to cast this spell too, so it, um, fingers crossed. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm so happy oh, to be the guinea pig. Yeah, but it's going to work out great. Okay, all right. Okay, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Now? Yes, right now. I'm going to do it now. It lasts eight hours. Oh, okay, good. Oh, I thought yeah. you had to do it right before. Okay. No, 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 no. That's yeah. why I was saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, just close your eyes. I close my eyes. Okay, I made like <laughs> silent movements to see if he's like actually closing his eyes. I stick my tongue out. <laughs> Can I perceive what she's doing? <laughs> Dude, close your eyes! <laughs> make, 
Make an insight check for me. Oh my god. That's for 20. Oh my god. As, as almost like you have a sixth sense, like you just you just know Alara so well. You can tell that she seems to be waving her arms directly in front of you. You can also get a little bit of the smell, considering none of you have showered in quite a few days. <laughs> nice. I will, I, I will try to slap her gently. What the hell? Your eyes are closed, man. <laughs> Uh, go ahead and roll uh, an attack with disadvantage. Oh my god. I'm just going to be in the corner stretching. Oh, that's... That's an eight. <laughs> well, you, yes. uh, you, you kind of get a smirk on your face thinking that this will be hilarious. You, you go for a quick wave. Um, but Alara is already far away from you at this point, far out of reach. Yeah, yeah and I tell her, stop, stop being silly and do it. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I will um, start my incantation, and I will get within five feet of Alcor, and I will use this moment to give him the grossest wet willy anyone has ever <laughs> <laughs> and I will say in Elvish to him, that was for doubting me yesterday. <laughs> okay. And then I will say, and this is to protect Eli, and I will cast um, Gift of Alacrity. <laughs> I love it. And no light flares at all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. So as you uh, simply give him a little bit of pat on the back, you, you, uh, he, he sits and waits for a moment, thinking that he'll feel different or something will happen intuitively behind beside him. But it all, that's all it is. The spell is that of you patting him on the back and sticking your finger what? within his ear. No, it's a real spell, though. <laughs> no, I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, out out of game, you can roll a d8 to your initiative rolls for the next eight hours. Add a d8. Is that Alcor? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, is that for me? Yeah, I cast okay. a spell on you. Where have you been? I you know said I told Eli. You. you said Eli. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, wow. I got confused. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, the spell's on Alcor. I was saying it's to protect Eli because Alcor always blows you up. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I, so I can blow Eli up quickly. No. Anybody else. You're going to go first so that Eli will be out of the way. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm not even going to need a big bad villain for this campaign. Once you guys hit yeah, level 20, you you're just going to end up killing yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll do. Just do a giant <laughs> battle royale. That seems to be where it's headed. <laughs> All right. So, uh, feeling a little bit more dexterous <laughs> and agile, Alcor. Um, you open your eyes once again, feeling a little bit of, of additional stamina, a little pep in your step, if you will. What would you all like to do? Who has the keystone? Oh, I think Ollie. 
Yeah, I got it. I'm just hovering with my hand over the cap. <laughs> just waiting. <laughs> Y'all done over there? <laughs> just completely still. <laughs> Let's do it. Shall we? Let's do it. <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> All right. As you place the keystone into the hollowed out center of the pedestal, you hear a click as the keystone sets in place. The ground suddenly begins to shake as sections of the floor begin to separate from itself into a large circle. The circles begin to rotate as it splits into five smaller separate inner rings, all now spinning independently from one another. A few of you stumble as the ground now moving picks up a little bit of pace. What's everybody doing? I mean, the floor's about to come out from under me. I'm going to start flapping my wings so I don't fall. Is it cracking? It's it's broken out into set five separate rings, all being a little bit smaller into each other. Uh, they are all now spinning independently of, of of each other as it's as the ground is shaking a little bit. I'm gonna step on one of the rings. I want to attempt to travel towards the center most ring. Okay, you are actually standing from one ring to another. Okay, so uh, as you do so, uh, go ahead and make a uh, acrobatics check for me, Tricks. That is a 10. A 10, okay. So uh, you don't have to go too far as the center is exactly where the pedestal is. Um, you, uh, you you kind of hold, it seems that it's the only part of this spinning contraption that doesn't, that seems to stay stationary. As you kind of look about, looking at the rest of your companions, Pavo flies off into the sky. Uh, Ollie, you step directly on one of them and kind of hold position for a, a moment. Uh, Eli, Alara, and Alcor, what are you doing? I just want to stay on the stationary one. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else? Can we all fit in the middle one, or? <laughs> uh, you can How attempt to. How big are these? They're about, uh, the rings themselves are about uh, two feet wide. Two, two feet? That's very small. <laughs> uh, okay. But two feet doing? wide or two feet in diameter? Uh, <laughs> two feet wide. So it's like to all the way around. I'm just saying, because you said it's so small. There seem to be six platforms that perfectly fit one individual. There seems to be six of us. (laughs) Alcorn, what are you doing? Uh I stay stay on the ring. I'll get on on an open one. Okay, so uh, (laughs) Ollie and Alara, I need you to make dexterity saving throws for me, please. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> 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 I'll get my other character sheet out. <laughs> I think I should. I just rolled a natural one. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Uh, a 17. That's pretty good. I'll take 17. That. All right. So, Alari, um, you're able to stable your, stabilize yourself on one of the, uh, one of the inner rings. Ollie, it just seems to be a little too much for you as you step directly in the in between two of the spinning rings. You now stumble down, uh, falling and now being kind of thrown about on these uh, these inner spinning rings. The rest of you continue to watch uh, as the rings now begin to lower themselves down into the floor, like a strange spiral staircase down into the lower chamber. 
Alara and Ollie, you begin to fall down into the center of this spinning madness as it continues to lower down into the lower chamber. I need you both to make one more dexterity save for me. Twenty, the not natural, the dirty. 20. Okay. <clears throat> Thirteen. Thirteen. So, uh, Ollie, you uh, you finally able getting yourself back up onto your feet. Uh, with a few quick steps, you make it to the outside of the spinning rings. Alari, you attempt to do the same. Now unable to keep the sta- keep standing straight as the the rings now becoming ribbons as they spiral down into the ground. You attempt to leap towards the edge of where Ollie is now standing. You reach out with your hand, going to grab towards the edge as these rings now almost completely diving down into the lower chamber. You stretch your hand out, trying to reach the very edge. You're so close. Oh no. Can I reach the <laughs> grabber? <laughs> Ollie, you reach out and try and grab her. Go ahead and make a make an athletics check for me. Come on. 18. Ooh. 18. So as <laughs> Alara's hands quickly uh, just graze the outside of the outer platform, instinctively you reach down, grabbing her by the wrist as the remainder of the platforms sink directly down into the floor. A moment yes. later, <laughs> pulling Alara up to the to your side, you are now separated from your companions. The companion, companions stand directly in the center pedestal, which now has nothing around it. Uh-oh. On the outer side, where Alara and Ollie stand, there seems to be now a ramp, a circular spiral ramp that leads down directly into the dark abyss below. We can't get to that ramp? How far away is it? It's about 20 feet. Mm. Pavo! <laughs> I need a ride! <laughs> Ollie, thank you for saving my life. You saved my, my pleasure. life there. I think I could carry you. Have you ever carried a halfling before? <laughs> no, so this should be a fun. stout halfling? <laughs> I'm going to attempt to go over and pick Eli up and bring him to the other side. Okay. This should be fun. The halfling not weighing much at all. Um, You struggle a bit in terms of lifting him, but you seem to be able to hover just enough to bring him back over to the the outer circle. Thank you. You're welcome. Tricks and alcohol. So who does that? Just tricks and (laughs) alcohol. I got it. They may Jump! be a little too heavy for me to carry, so I don't know. Oh, I, I would shapeshift. Okay. Using your wild shape, what would you like to turn into? Uh, I hesitate. Hmm. Okay. I think I will, I will change into a wheel or the wisp. Okay. So um, you all watch as there a glow begins to emanate from Alcor as he slowly begins to shrink down with an orange hue similar to the creatures that you encountered outside of the temple. He now raises up into the sky, floating aloft with ease as he floats over towards the rest of you. Hmm. Hey, Alcor. 
Trix, why don't you why don't you go in a bottle and then? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say that, but Alcor's already gone, so. <laughs> I could come pick um, you up. I'm gonna be it's over here and oh, you could pick up. Oh yeah. yeah you can pick okay. up a bottle. Yeah. Good. I will hop <laughs> into my bottle. I say, Pavel, come pick me up, please. <laughs> and then I go into, into the bottle. I'll go go over and grab the bottle and bring it over. Okay. I don't know if she can hear when we're over, but I'll knock on it when we get over. I can. Okay. I can hear the so I just knock on it when we get to the other side. So in a, a dream of genie-esque puff of smoke, all of a sudden, Trix disappears as the bottle clinks down onto the floor. Pavo making his way back over. He picks it up with his talons and easily brings it over back to the other side. Awesome. I come out of the bottle. Okay. How can you do real MVP? <laughs> we'll see you later. Looking down into this now gaping void of a black abyss, there doesn't seem to be any light sources down there. Illuminate! All right. Sparky! <laughs> there's a, there's a widow wisp. Like, no, nope. don't make bright light five to twenty feet. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Alcor, stand near me. <laughs> can, can you understand me when you're in in that form? I just can't understand you. How does that work? Well, then he couldn't confirm. Okay, out of game. <laughs> I guess I wouldn't know as Alara. Okay, I'll just keep talking to him. <laughs> How's your day? How is it being a Willow Wisp? <laughs> Upon receiving absolutely no responses from Alcor, you eventually come to terms with the fact that he probably either can't understand you or doesn't want to at this point. <laughs> Should we head Trix? on down? Wait, I need to talk to Trix about this thing. She keeps going in a bottle. The biggest question that I have for you is, can I come with you? Uh, come with me where? Into the bottle that you keep disappearing into. Are you are uh, you are you telling me that I didn't see what just happened? <laughs> because you've done it twice now. <laughs> I know I'm not uh, crazy. Well, you can. I mean, but will you? <laughs> I thought we were, we, we had a thing going on. Remember on the boat, we were like, we were partners in crime. You know, I threw in all that money so that you could win it. Don't True. You that? Yeah, you know, well, you know, I didn't say no, you couldn't. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> we'll okay. You're, you're, you're a tough sell, eh? Well, you know, it's my home. I can't just let anyone in there. Sometimes. You should, home is where the heart is, and you should let everyone into your heart. <laughs> is everyone? Is, is there anything my eyes is, uh, and then just walk situation. away a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Can I just plummet down the hole? <laughs> <laughs> You absolutely can. I, I, I will fly next to Pavel. <laughs> I'm just going to light one of my torches. Okay. Uh, 
so um, are we all making our way down into the uh, the lower depths now? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Bear with me for one moment. All right. So you all slowly and cautiously, well, some of you do, you begin the descent <laughs> down the ramp into the black abyss that waits you below. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know that face. Oh, no. I hear something. Oh, yeah, the music. <laughs> you make your way down the ramp. It takes you but a few moments. You enter into a large, dark room. No other light sources than what you carry on you. As the light begins to reflect off the walls, you take notice of four large columns that stand in the center of the room. You see a small set of stairs, slightly off in the distance, to a raised platform with only the silhouette of a block structure resting upon it. As you begin to glance around the room, you now take notice of shadowy figures, with no source seemingly, hovering around the edges of the light sources. Guys, those shadowy figures probably have malicious intent. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Oh. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> Little ball rolling. The only other sounds that seem to be within the room are the faint breaths that you're providing and the crackling of Ollie's torch. As you begin to look around, you uh, begin to smell the staleness of the air, the centuries of dust that have accumulated down here. You are, it's a very uneasy feeling being low below in this tomb, knowing that a dead champion lies directly in front of you, most likely. Likely. <laughs> As you begin to make your way a little bit closer to the staircase, suddenly the silence is broken once again. Oh boy. You watch as two large glowing eyes emerge from the darkness, now standing beside the blocky structure on the platform. As the creature slowly makes its way towards you, stalking you like prey, you now notice this large quadrupedal being, a wolf-like individual with a head more akin to that of a wyvern than that of a wolf. It's hide covered by plated black carapace with spines instead of fur, seemingly all moving independently of each other, each needle roughly two inches long. The black serrated tail slowly whips back and forth, and the tip, very similar to that of a scorpion's. As the beast slowly watches you, it opens its fanged mouth, revealing large, six-inch fangs razor-sharp as globules of spittum begins to drool down from the top sections. Without other warning, the creature pounces directly towards you. 
I need you all to roll initiative for me, please. Oh my god. Damn it. I was gonna try, guys. I was gonna try for animal handling. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. <laughs> I was going to. Can we be friends with it? <laughs> I was just, going to. <laughs> just throw Eli. Catch! <laughs> oh, that sucked. All right, starting at the top of the round, Alcor. 16. 16. Alara. Um. 11. 11. Pavo. 7. 7. You guys are rolling on fire tonight. Tricks. Yeah. Way to I... go, Alcor. <laughs> hey, I, I, I want a 6 and a D8. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are using D20s, right? Yeah, yeah but okay, I, I, I have an extra D8. <laughs> I have an extra D8. <laughs> I rolled a 2 plus an issue. <laughs> Tricks. Oh, my God. Oh, 5, I said, sir. Five, Ollie. Five. Five. Eighteen. Eighteen. Very good. We're all just like, you go. No, you go. No, you go. <laughs> we'll, lastly, we'll just make sure that he's actually 15. dangerous. Fifteen. Before we okay. make assumptions. True. <laughs> so, at the top of the round, uh, Ollie, you watch as this creature now pounces towards your companions. What would you like to do? Yes, I'd like to try running at it with the spear. All right, very good. So as you run towards the creature, um, uh, the creature still in midair as you thrust the spear forward, go ahead and make an attack roll for me, please. And go ahead and add a plus one to that. Okay. Seven. Seven. Oh wait, I can I could I, I have inspiration so I could roll another, right? You can. Alright, let's try that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was a seven. <laughs> you rolled another seven? Yeah. Uh, one, one more and you Well, I, I guess technically <laughs> I guess technically eight because you had one, but <laughs> I doubt it's good. <laughs> you you stab towards the creature, and as you do, you're realizing that holding your torch in one hand and trying to stab with a long spear probably isn't the best bet. As the uh, you stab forward, the creature actually knocks down the spear as he lunges towards you, not to the floor, but the tip gets shot down to the uh, shot down to the uh, the floor. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Just holding the torch in front of my face hoping it's scared of fire <laughs> fair enough all right uh alara oh no sorry hold on um alcor you're up what would you like to do eli you're on deck uh we'll be moving to uh i would be moving next to ollie on the other side of the creature and i will try to shock it Okay. Uh, you all watch. Oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't have to be in, uh, in range. Uh, I don't have to be reach five feet. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I have to be in melee. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so with it being uh, relatively close to the creature, you all watch as uh, Alcor begins to surge with energy similar to the wisps that you saw uh, outside of the temple. Uh, Ollie, or, Alcor, go ahead and uh, make an attack for me, please. That's uh, oh, I have to. 
I use I use a spell attack of the wisp, right? Right. So that's uh, thirteen to hit. Thirteen. Unfortunately, the creature is just far too quick and nimble for you. As the electricity comes flying down, it's easily able to dodge out of the way as it continues to bear its fangs. It's a very very fast creature. All right. Is there That's anything it. else you'd like to do? Okay. Um, that brings us to Eli. You're up. What would you like to do? Uh, can it see me? I'm guessing, yeah, I'm not hidden. Uh, it's While it's not paying attention to you directly at this point, you are unsure, but I'm sure having a giant glowing illuminating ball directly beside yeah. you is probably not helping you. But if I get rid of that, I won't be able to see. Am I right? I guess we'll it's, just have it's... to find out. Uh, okay, what I would like to do is I want to try to run at it and I want to see if I can slide underneath it and then stab it in its like underbelly. Okay, so um, throwing caution to the wind, you pull out your two short st- swords, doing a little bit of a, a flare as you run towards the creature. You actually seeing the um, the outspread legs of Ollie tr- now just lifting up the spear. You dive directly underneath him directly underneath the creature in front of Ollie as you stab upward towards the creature. Go ahead and make an attack roll for me. Okay. Oh. That is... Okay, so hold on. I accidentally rolled two. So that's 11, then plus 5 is 16 to hit. 16 absolutely hits. You stab upward, kind of, uh, while you're still sliding along, you pull the blade directly down the carapace bottom of the creature. As you do, you can see some of the plating begin to crack to the side. Go ahead and roll uh, damage for me. Uh, so that's six for one. Okay. And then that is, ooh, eight for the other. Very good. So as uh, with both hands, you carve down the center chest of the creature, uh, a little bit of greenish ooze seems to now begin leaking out of the creature. You now being directly underneath it, the glop of of goo begins to slink down on top of you, covering your face, very much like uh, you've been slimed from Nickelodeon. Cool. It's not poisonous or anything, is it? (laughs) (laughs) No, luckily for you, it is not poisonous. Okay, cool. Alara, you're up. What would you like to do? I would... How close am I to this thing right now? Uh, You're probably just outside of 30 to 40 feet from what you can see. It's very difficult for you to see as there's no light source available to you. You're just going based off the flickering of Oliver, Ollie's torch, and Alcor kind of going waving back and forth. Okay. Uh, well, I will try and um, I will summon a firebolt and try and shoot at it. Okay, so raising your hand to the sky, um, the firebolt begins to emerge from your from your staff once again. The little tiny flame ember floats off as it recreates itself in that in the form of a bolt. You reach back and as you do, you begin to see some of the shadowy figures standing around you once again. You don't have time to react as the shadow goes flying directly through you. You feel a a coldness clench over your body. I need you to go ahead and make a constitution save for me. I'm so dumb, guys. I'm so dumb. (laughs) 
Why? What happened? I used an element spell because I'm an idiot. I don't know why that makes you an idiot. So I guess I'm a bigger idiot. Because because last game the dude or the 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 floating pixies told us not to. Oh. Oh. oh okay. Okay. Oh. Oh. Hey, that's pretty good. Uh, dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. So, um, the the shadow passes through you. The firebolt still remaining active, but you feel somehow less than you did before. Please remove one like of your that. spell slots. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. And you can go That's ahead and cast your firebolt. This is so not worth that. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. <clears throat> That is another dirty 20 to hit. Okay, so uh, throwing it forward, you watch as the blazing bolt goes flying towards the creature, just going directly beside Alcor, kind of seemingly just missing him off to the side. You hit the creature directly in the right flank. Go ahead and roll damage for me. Seven points of fire damage. Seven points, all right. So as the uh, as a small burst of flame kind of covers over the creature, like lighting one lighting an old sock on fire for a brief moment, uh, the creature kind of looks directly in your direction and uh, bears its fangs once more. Is there anything <laughs> oh else you'd like to do? Oh, just feel shame. <laughs> fair enough fair enough the uh creature now have being surrounded by a few of his foes you watch as the tail begins to whip back and forth as it now shoots up almost similar to that of a scorpion ready to sting its prey it begins to whip around all of you i need uh everyone to make dexterity saving throw or sorry i need um ollie alcor and Actually, Eli, you're underneath the creature right now, so just Ollie and Alcor. I need you to go ahead and make dexterity saving throws for me. 11. Okay. Alcor? I'm just looking. That's an 11. 11. So uh, the tail whips back and forth. Unfortunately, you are unable to move out of the way in time as it, in a cone-like direction, splays out directly in front of you. You both get uh, hit with the serrated edge as chunks of you begin to, or chunks of your uh, of your flesh gets torn a little bit as it comes through on you. Uh, both of you are going to take nine points of slashing damage. Ooh. Oh! Uh, <laughs> what? Out. The creature oh, now, right. looking staring down on top of Eli, uh, bears <laughs> its teeth once more as you look directly in its face. Uh, Don't hit your... me, I'm small. Oh, you're so lucky. Uh, the, the, the creature opens its jaws wide as it lunges down towards you on top of you. You just have enough time to throw up your blade as it bites down on your two blades. You struggle back and forth. That's going to end the creature's turn. Pavo, you're up. What would you like to do? Okay, so you're saying about 30 feet away? Uh, yeah, you're about 30 to 40 feet away from the from the scene of the action. How, how tall is the ceiling real quick? Uh, ceiling uh -oh. is probably about uh, 
from where you stand, it's hard to see because you don't have a light source directly in front of okay. you. Um, but you look up and you know it's probably about 15 feet. Best guess. Okay, so I have room to go up 10 feet if I wanted to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go up 10 feet and then fly over the 30, which is it puts me at 40, and okay. then go right and land right behind him because I have a fly speed of 60. Okay. And then when I come down, I'm going to come down on him with my quarter staff. Okay. So as uh, as you take to the skies, as uh, once again, pulling your bow out from behind you, you add a couple flares, spin flares, before you lunge down behind the creature, slamming down with your bamboo staff. Go ahead and make an attack roll for me. 26 to hit. Absolutely hits. As you come down, it hits directly in the hind flank of the creature. It lets out uh, almost a little bit of a yelp uh, as you crack down on the tail. That just caused the damage to uh, to your companions. Go ahead and roll damage for me. Okay, that will be 13. Wow, okay. And then I'm going to use a key point to do fury blows for two more unarmed strikes. As you begin to uh, start the, the process of harnessing the chi... Once again, the shadows begin to follow around behind you. One shadow seems to seemingly go directly through you. Go ahead and make a constitution saving throw, please. For a key save, huh? Con save. Fifteen plus two, so that's seventeen. Seventeen. All right. So, um, while the the creature passes through you, you're uh, you still feel the energy of the of the key kind of coursing through you. However, it seems to have dissipated a little bit. Go ahead and remove one key point from your character sheet, please, and go ahead and continue with your flurry of blows. That sucks. All right. So first attack. That'll be a 17. 17, that's going to hit. And then the second attack, 22. Okay, so as uh, as you land, the shadow passes through you. you. You're able to shake it off in a moment, although feeling a little bit more drained than you were before. No matter to you, though, as you take your fighting action stance, you begin to do a, a, a flurry of, of blows directly towards the creature. Um, coming down on your elbow, catching it directly on its flank, you watch as its leg kind of falls out directly below it. Um, spinning around into a roundhouse, you now kick it directly in the side, feeling more of the carapace crack under the weight of your talons. Before one of them eight and the other seven points of damage. Okay. Nice. More of the uh, more of the carapace seems to be sh- cracking off, falling to the floor now as more of the ooze seems to pour out directly on poor Eli. Eli loves it. Eli's good. (laughs) Good. It's a little weird, Eli. A little weird. (laughs) That brings us to Trix. Trix, what are you doing? What can I see? Um, so directly in front of you, the only thing you can really see is the the glowing embers of um, Ollie's torch, 
Um, Eli is kind of embedded directly underneath the creature to give a little bit of light that's cascading up above the creature, seeing the just really the outline and a little bit of the spikes as they kind of wave to and fro. Alcor is giving a little, yeah, Alcor is giving a little bit of light over top as he hovers above the creature. You can see the creature just fine, but it's difficult to make out the rest of the room. Okay. And you, like, how far away am I? You're about uh, about 30 feet away. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm gonna cast my mind sliver on the creature. Okay, without a source of light, once again, the shadows begin to spur around you. As you put your hands to your forehead, you feel a coldness rush through your body. Go ahead and make a constitution saving throw for me. No, two. Unfortunately for you, my friend, the uh, shadow um, seems to uh, grow colder and colder as it remains inside you for a few moments. You can no longer focus on the trying to capture the the um, the consciousness of this creature. You begin to grow colder and colder and stiffer and stiffer. You lose the ability to uh, complete the mind link at this point. The spell fades and you lose a spell slot. Is there a bonus action you'd like to take? I think we lost your audio there. Oh. Hello? No. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> we got her back for that, guys. We're okay. We're, we're doing good. We're doing good. <laughs> All right, so that takes us back up to the top of the round. Ollie, um, you watch as the uh, as your companion Pavo has just decimated parts of these creature. It's now um, Iker slinking out of it as it glops down to the floor. Eli holding up his swords, fighting back the jaws of the creature as more and more of this goop land on top of him, giving him a, a shiny shimmer over top of his face and some parts of his body. What would you... Whoa, I got the hiccups a little bit. Um, what would you like to do? Um... Hmm. Hmm. That sounded like a hint. <laughs> uh, hey, man, I'm just the big fat universe. I'm, I don't give hints. That's all I am. Alright. I guess... Alright. Let's try something then. Can I just um, try to light? Oh wait, no. <laughs> Can I run around it and try to light the goop from behind with my torch? <laughs> I'm covered in it. I went from. It's not me. It's not me. <laughs> I went. I went behind. You're but in the front. <laughs> it's all over. All right. So um, oh, go ahead and uh, and make a straight attack roll for me. Bye, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. It's nice knowing you. <laughs> Let's hope this is inflammable. <laughs> oh god, did you roll high? I hate you. That's roll twenty. Oh wow. no. Alright. So as uh as well, we you don't come, know inflammable yet. As you come down on top of the creature. Oh no. You connect with the back of it. 
as the clearly making an impact. The fires touch this strange Ickering goop as the torch goes out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that sucks. There goes our light. Except You've the now world. lost your light source, Ollie. Uh, but you can go ahead and roll a d4 to see what kind of damage you've done with the torch. <laughs> I guess it wasn't a great idea. Uh, and he can, he can he can double it, right? It's a natural twenty. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and double that d four, hey. buddy, all the way. Hey. hey. All right. All right. I doubled it, so it's two. <laughs> damage. All right. Fantastic. The uh, wow. you you kind of confusingly not sure exactly how to react. Look at your torch as it's gone out as you. Begin to kind of just whack the creature with the with the the end of the torch stick. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, uh just uh, just hang my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough, Alcor. Um, you watching another one of the lights go out. You begin to see more of the shadowy figures begin to close in on the rest of your companions. What would you like to do? I will try to shock the creature again. Absolutely. Go ahead and uh, you begin to flare up as per usual. Um, go ahead and uh, make a spell or make an attack for me. Uh, that's 21. No, uh, 20. 20. 20. Very good. So as you. Uh, as you flare up, the shock goes directly towards the creature. It begins to uh, it begins to sizzle a little bit. You feel this innate connection uh, through this energetic tether that uh, that lasts for all but a moment with the creature. Um, the creature kind of stands in position for just a brief moment, as it seems stunned. Go ahead and roll damage for me. Oh, nice, nice. Six. Sorry, can you say again? Six. Six points of damage. All right. So um, uh, the creature now being somewhat tethered kind of looks around as if very confused of why it can't move at this point. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? No, that's it. All right. Uh, Eli, as the electricity hits the creature, all of a sudden the you feel... The, the jaws relax, but for a brief moment as it kind of stands in place, unmoving. Covered in goop, you pull yourself out just a touch. You have advantage on your attack. What would you like to do? I would like to... Let's. Can I try to decapitate it? Absolutely or, you can. Me, uh, but I feel like... Would I have to do strength for that? Nope, go ahead and roll, uh, okay. roll your attacks for me. Yeah, I want to try to decapitate it. Hmm. Casual. Casual. So I, I, have it, I have advantage, right? You absolutely have advantage. Okay. Ooh, natural 20. Wow. Oh. Very good. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like pulling himself dice. up, looking yeah. at the creature. He wipes his mouth with his sleeve <laughs> as he spins his... His short swords around once again, flares out, giving a little bit of a look. And as he does, 
turning them over within his hand. He reaches over, crossing his arms like that of, 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 of a scissor and simply pulls back on the creature. <laughs> you all watch as the head flies up directly into the sky as it, it crumbles down directly in front of Eli, the head falling directly beside him with the most badass look. He flicks his swords around once again, stowing them down and it surges. <laughs> he puts his foot on top of the creature's head and his hands on his hips. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm very proud. I'm very proud. <laughs> Lara I would clap I have no hands. <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> Clapping. <laughs> very impressive. Nice. Thanks for the, what did you do? You paralyzed him, Alcor? That was awesome. Uh, you do not get any kind of response as it just kind of the whisk kind of. Oh, right. I forgot. He's a whisk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That's awesome. Now, did they lose like a square or did it just take up one of their spell slots? Uh, nope. They've actually, well, they, they, it's almost as if they expended the spell slot. It didn't take it away oh, okay. permanently from them, but it's like they, they, it was, that spell slot was stolen from them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like this, guys. Can I go yeah, pick up the spear? <laughs> you'll get it back, right? No? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After a rest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think so. I feel that way. <laughs> Hey, now that we're in this room, we killed this monster. Now what? There are all those shadows around. Yeah. Looking around, the here? shadows seem to be no more. Just the soft flicker of the, the lights uh, that bounce off the walls. Okay. Recovering a little bit from uh, the event, you all look around to one another, um, ensuring that each other are in, in somewhat good condition. No one seems to be too hurt at this point in time. When from behind you... Didn't someone take a lot of damage? Yeah, someone did. <laughs> Two, Two people did. got hit hard. Yeah. I'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> no one's hurt. Almost all their hit points <laughs> are depleted. Fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. As uh, uh, Alara and Trix make their way over to the compa- their companions as they're still a little bit out of range at this point. You begin to hear from behind you. Mm-mm. I will oh, curtsy. Yeah. Absolutely, I will curtsy. <laughs> well, you do. <laughs> Can we see who's... Turning around, uh, you see a, a figure standing there. And then you hear a voice. Mm-mm. Not too shabby, my warrior friends. <laughs> oh. like Spade. <laughs> You have done a great service to the shrine, myself, and the champion that rest here. Spade appears at the bottom of the stairs, begins to walk towards the the platform, climbing the stairs up towards the tomb itself. He circles around it and rests his hands on top of the lid. It has been far, far too long as he lowers his head, seemingly in prayer. What? Spade, man. He's going to sleep again. (laughs) 
<laughs> Am I right? Am I right? He's gonna he's going back to sleep. I don't know. I'm kind of cautious because he's never he never said he went and tried to get the keystone himself. He's been in that one room the whole time. I'm just gonna go and try and poke him. See yeah. if he's sleeping. <laughs> As uh, Alara begins to make her way up the steps, Eli calls out, Hey, old man, like, what, are are you asleep again, kind of thing? When you hear... (laughs) On the contrary, my friends. (laughs) I'm finally feeling like myself after such a long, long time. As Spade raises his head, A golden light surrounds his figure, illuminating the entire room. As he's bathed in this golden light, his figure begins to transform, growing significantly in size. The wrinkles on his face now seem to disappear as the age sheds away from him. Not a few moments later, the withering old tiefling disappears. Now standing in his place, the hulking champion of mortals, Spade. The creator of graves. Damn, Spade! (laughs) There is no reward that can express (laughs) my thanks towards you, heroes. The perversions that have defeated you've defeated has released my essence once more, and now I may find true rest once again. But alas, if this worldly, otherworldly creature has found my tomb, I fear my fellow brothers and sisters of arms may suffer from the same fate. As a request from one warrior to another, I ask of you, if you ever happen upon the resting place of the other champions, please show them the same kindness you have shown here today. Can you tell us where they are? I'm serious. I'm serious. We'd love to help. Do you have a map? (laughs) Alcor is great with maps. (laughs) While I do not know the exact location, I can grant you the champion's boon. As he says this, you all begin to feel a bit of a glowing tingle on the back of your hand. Looking down, you now see a uh, almost divine sigil glowing within the back of your hand brightly. The Triforce? I was going to say. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought. <laughs> this ancient spell allows the champions to find one another whenever in need. If these oh. sigils glow brightly once you have left this place, you are in the vicinity of one of the other champions' resting place. Cool. Well, does this Spear belong to you? He smiles. Now that the evil has been vanquished, this old ghost no longer has any use for his weapon. And so I offer it to you as eternal thanks. May you also create many graves for your foes. Kind of aggressively. Thank you. Damn, Eli, I thought you were badass, but I think he's got you beat. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. There's a lot of badass to go around. I thank you all once again, my friends. And may all your journeys 
be drenched with the blood of your enemies. <laughs> wow. All right, Spade. <laughs> and as he says this, the glow begins to emanate more from him, almost to the point of a blinding light. You shield your eyes as it's just too much to bear for a moment. As soon as the light arrives, it dissipates once more. You find yourself standing outside of the temple entrance once more. Teleport us out. Ah, that's nice. Guys, I would like to take a bath. <laughs> <laughs> I would revert back to myself and say, like, you look great, Eli. I think <laughs> you got a glow. It's amazing. You <laughs> can keep it. I will take some of the blood and then, like, tap him on his shoulder, covered in the slime. <laughs> All right. Thank so you, Alcor. You leave a, a giant, <laughs> globbering green imprint on uh, on Alcor's somewhat tattered shirt at this point. <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> next, in, in, next time we're in a fight, I will cast fairy fire on you. Oh, <laughs> that would only be appropriate. <laughs> While you, uh, while, while you all give congratulations to one another of another fine job well done, a uh, small pink glow begins to zoom up in your direction. It zooms up closest to Pavo, but you are all able to hear. You are all so incredible. You've done it. You've released this place of its evils. You've allowed us pixies to be able to resume our job as the custodian of this tomb. We thank you very much. It was our pleasure. There's a lot to clean up in the basement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys are going to need some cleanup crew down there. While we were away, were you able to help find our friend? Well, I must say a pixie's job is never fully complete. We will be just happy to be inside the tomb once more, being able to fulfill our role. I believe we have found some information for you. And it kind of zooms back and turns around for a moment. Ah, our elder is approaching now. And you watch as the little bit larger, bluish-hued light streaks toward you with a few other pixies following in tow. You have done immensely well, my our new friends. And I'm happy to report for your kindness that you've shown here today. We too are able to share some information with you. To start, awesome. you asked us for some information on this black-stoned warrior. We have seen an elusive individual carrying a war axe with a blade made entirely out of black stone and a bow strapped to their back. They've been spotted by scouting parties of pixies on the island. However, even to my surprise, our scouts haven't been able to pinpoint his exact lair. However, he has been noticed on the west point of the island on several occasions. From what I've been told, travelers, you'll want to be weary of this individual. It seems this black stone warrior and trouble follow each other exclusively. Straight up our alley. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and nothing but trouble since we got to this island. 
You also ask, uh, asked about a dark elf drow, seeming, seemingly a companion of yours. I'm happy to report he has been spotted. There is some bad news. Uh-oh. Oh. Not my boy. He was being led into an outpost to the west of here. Dangerous-looking pirates and hooded individuals have taken charge of this outpost for quite some time now. There were reports of an attack that nearly wiped out the outpost. Not but a moon cycle ago. Unfortunately, they have reclaimed the outpost since then and have continued to bring captives there. Our scouts overheard the sea bandits that the prisoners would be taken to an outpost to the north tomorrow. The Pixies are aware of this other stronghold. It is heavily fortified with many guards and pirates stationed there. Rescuing your friend would be drastically more difficult from this location. But he's still in, in the western outpost tonight. From what we have gathered, we have not seen anyone leave, nor any caravans headed to the north. Okay. okay. Well, it sounds like we must travel west. Mm -hmm. Like everything's to the west. Um, did we did we ask them to look into the shaman and stuff at all? We have no? looked into some strange magical occurrences with on the island. To the most northern tip of the island lies a shoreline, scattered, scattered with jagged rocks. Upon the rocky beach, a strange rock formation made of three stones, two plantly firmed into the water's edge, and a single slab laid atop the pillars, creating an archway. It is said that many dark and perverse rituals have been conducted here. The worshippers chant the name, Lord Kabathi, Lord Kabathi. Lord Kabathi, while a man with strange painted face conducts these black sermons. The painting on his face rem resembles that of a creature with eight arms. I should warn you though, this ritual site is very close to the stronghold to the north, and we have seen many of the sea bandits and the hooded figures co-mingling in, in between those two points. Okay. Well, thank you for the information. It is our pleasure. Hey, um, just quick question. Just wondering, um, last time we were talking about you had like a mage in, in your, in your collective, your Borg collective that you have um <laughs> uh and and this part of your collective was busy at the time is yes. your mage person around are you the mage person no i am the elder we okay we've met a few times now but that's all right not a not a big deal in fact we do have our mage with us here if you would like to meet him. And as he says this, a now yellow glow, a little bit smaller than he, um, zooms up towards you and says, Ah, welcome. Thank you so much for your assistance. Is there anything that I may be able to be assistance of? 
Yes, I am also a mage, just like you. Maybe not just like you, but in a in a different way, I guess. I don't know. Um, and I I share probably the same thirst for knowledge that you have. I'm wondering if you have any that you could share with me in terms of spells or things like that. Uh, make a persuasion check for me. Oh boy, this is good. Okay, hold on a second. Wow. That is a 23. 23. <laughs> Very good. Woo! Well, while you mention it, I might have some notes for you. It's always kind of us arcane scholars to share our notes with one another. <gasps> The uh, yellow sprite begins to uh, circle directly in front of you, lowering himself down to the ground. As he spins, the glow becomes more of a large circle, like a sparkler being spun around by a child. As he does, a uh, few pieces of parchment seem to appear directly in front of him. There's not much that I would be able to share, for with someone of your size, as we don't use the same study utensils. However, I do have a few pieces that I've collected over the years. Perhaps these two spells might be of service to you. Absolutely. Both of them? I can take both of them? By all means. Wow, thank you so much. You're very I welcome. will um, pick up the scrolls. Okay. and say, I, I wish I had scrolls. To, I could, like, write something down for you if you want. No, I could, no, like... no, no, by all means. This is something that I would be happy to share with you after the services that you've provided for the Pixie community. Do, do you eat food? <laughs> like, hard food? Not necessarily. Is there something well, particular here. you're wondering about? And I, I will pull out my bag of candies and I will offer one <laughs> here you you hold it out on uh, your hand and he says ah what are these strange treats as it zooms down it uh, it attempts to to pick one up and as it does it immediately drops down to the ground uh, with the weight oh, of the, no. the overall thing a few other pixies kind of fly over towards him as you now see about five or six of them now hoisting up this one jelly bean <laughs> Yes, ah, well, this will last us a very, very long time, and I'm sure you are very kind, young mage. I wish you so all, are you. I wish you all the very best in your studies. Study hard, and you will become extremely powerful one day. Hmm. Thank you. I will. Uh, what, uh, what scrolls did I just pick up? You'll have to study them. Okay. Um, okay. So my question to the Pixies is, if we don't make it to the Western outpost today, 
uh, we're going to try to, but like if for whatever reason we can't get there in time and they take them to the northern outpost, could the pixies use their magic to like create without putting themselves in any danger to create some kind of a distraction to help us sneak into the northern one that's more fortified? Make a persuasion check for me. Okay. Natural 20. (laughs) good. Wow. The the elder uh, flies up towards, well, technically down towards you a little bit uh, and says, young halfling, we would be happy to assist in any way that we can. When you are ready, use this. And all of a sudden, a, a little bit of a, it looks like a, a reed, a hollowed out reed with a fuse directly on the end of it. If you have a source of fire, raise this to the sky. We will come to you wherever you are on the island. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Hmm. Well, if there's nothing else, as you mentioned, there is quite a bit of work us pixies have to tend to this tomb. But once again, we thank you for everything that you've done, unless there is something else you'd like to know or ask of us. No, thank you very much. We are happy to help. Well, may the blessings of the pixies pixies follow you wherever you may go. And they once again take towards the skies and begin to fly around in a celebration of your mighty accomplishments. Bye. As you walk away, um, uh, headed back down towards the trail, that's where we're going to take a short break for the evening. Oh. That's a lot of natural 20s, guys. That was a lot. I know. Wow. That was holy. Holy moly. We're on fire. So, what what can I add to my inventory for the spear? I would like you to go ahead and uh, bear with me for one second because I forgot what I called it. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I did make something, I promise. I did. I just don't remember what it's called. Uh, something about... Oh, I don't want to just say something about because it, it was so cool. It had a cool name. Uh, Is it Crusor? No, it's uh, yeah, oh. <laughs> the the Grave Digger's Spade. You missed uh, out on the armor, too. Ooh. Wasn't it broken in pieces, though? Eh. It was a little messy. It was a little messy. <laughs> so, um, uh, thank you so much, chat, for, uh, for hanging out and uh, having a good time with us so far. We are going to take just a, a quick break. Um, uh, go ahead and go grab yourselves some apple juice. If you have any questions uh, about the campaign or any of the characters, go ahead and throw them in chat. We would be happy to address them all when we come back from the break. But until we return, we will see you momentarily. All right, and we are back. Um, uh, hopefully you've all gotten your snacks like our players have, uh, as well as your apple juices. Can't go anywhere without your apple juices. And we did have a question posed to us uh, within, uh, within chat. Um, do we know what Ollie's deity is? 
Am I supposed to answer it or is it like ongoing <laughs> trivia? <laughs> well, would you like to answer? Yeah, I just want to pull it up. <laughs> As you it's, can tell, uh, he's a very, very faithful worshiper, uh, not knowing what the hell his, his deity's name is. I was just having a conversation today about how I'm bad at remembering names, but good at remembering places. Oh, it's, oh wait. I haven't looked it up. I, it came back to my mind. It's Gibble the Heaven Smith. Gibble? <laughs> Gibble, yeah, G I B I L. Good old Gibble, yeah. Okay, sounds intimidating. And uh, <laughs> can can you tell us what your domain is? I am in the Forge domain. So there you have it, six. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, without further ado. Where is my notes? All right. Why not hop into uh, the rest of tonight's episode? And we'll move on from that one. So, as the pixies all make their way towards the tomb, you begin to make your way towards the trail that leads toward uh, the tomb itself. What would you like to do? Let's go find Rainer. That's the most logical choice, as yeah. he might be moved soon. We should take a short rest so, like, I can get a spell slot back. What time is it? Because he's going to be <laughs> moved in the morning. Well, we just got through with our rest. It wasn't that yeah. long of a battle. I would assume it's still pretty early. Yeah, it's still pretty early on in the morning. Uh, looking up to the sky, the sun is not directly overhead, so it's most likely still morning for you at this point. High noon has not okay. approached. Um, I mean, we can find a little watering hole for Eli to clean up, and we could take a rest while he's doing that. Hmm. I can meditate. You can study whatever you do. I mean, I'm good with that. Yeah. Okay. okay. That. So as you, uh, so are we? Are we headed westward then? Yes, we are. Okay. Yeah. You travel along for probably about another hour or or so uh, before you come to a a bit of a clearing. Um, it seems to be very similar to that of a grove. There's a small stream that runs through it. This looks pretty. We should stay here. Yeah, I'll go wash off. Okay. I'm gonna, I want to go to a familiar with my spade. A higher, higher area. If there's a tall tree that I can possibly sit up on as kind of like watch at the same time, while just kind of relaxing. Sure. Um, you uh, fly up towards the the open sky once again, and as you as you crest the the top of the of the canopy, you feel the sun once again kind of wash over you, and for a brief moment, you kind of forget that you're stuck in this very strange circumstance. You feel the sun bathe 
you and it reminds you of your days in the mountains at the monastery. Looking around, you see that there's a bit of an incline coming up, um, uh, but the forest ends very soon with a bit of a ravine that separates the, the two plots of land. Ollie, you spend some time looking over the spear, um, begin to practice with it a little bit, try and get a, a sense of, of, of familiarity with using the weapon uh, as you are most used to using your mace. Um, go ahead, uh, are you proficient with uh, martial weapons? Mm. How do I check that? Oh, uh, is it? Oh, no, just simple weapons. Just simple weapons? Okay. So um, you begin to practice with it. And as you practice, you begin to feel more and more accustomed to that of a spear. Uh, go ahead and just give me a straight d20 roll. Okay. 18. 18. Very good. While you wouldn't be considered proficient in any way at this point with it, you are learning more and more about it. Perhaps with a little bit more practice, you too could become proficient with the spear, or if you found the right teacher. And lastly, who are we... Sorry, there was one other person that was wanted to do something. Can I use my arcane recovery to regain my spell slot, but also just read over the scrolls for an hour, I guess? That's a short rest. Um, you wouldn't be able to do, do both at the same time. To accomplish okay. the arcane uh, recovery, you'd probably need to, to rest up and kind of go into a, a bit of like a, a med meditative trance, focusing your attention towards uh, recuperating rather than focusing your, your mental capacities towards the reading over the spells. Can I get into in the river and, and float in the water as meditation? You know, like in those think tanks where they like float up to this, you know, it covers your ears and it, it makes the sound go away. And what are they called? People go yeah, to yeah. spas or whatever. Like float and they, spas. Are you talking yeah, about like, like a f <laughs> Are you talking about a sleep deprivation tank? Yes, sensory deprivation. Oh. Sensory deprivation. floating. Sure. Yeah, their yeah, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. So um, you, uh, you. Oh, it was Eli. Eli wanted to wash off. So as you walk down to the water's edge with Eli, um, the water is not that deep in any way, shape, or form. Uh, it probably would come up to just above your knees. Uh, Eli, it's probably a little bit higher on your waist, just for uh, for size comparison. Um, as you lay back in the in the water, you quickly realize that this is in fact fresh water and not salt water um, as you kind of dunk your head below unable to float you are all, all watch what? as Alara thrashes in the water splashing around uh, as, as Eli begins to wash himself off watching Alara try her best not to drown <laughs> why can't I swim? Well, if you're just laying, if you're just laying back, um, 
Yeah, like those float spas are so much salt. So yeah, okay, okay, but you know, if you're in like, okay, listen, if you're like in the ocean and you're in a giant body of water, you can lie on your back and and float in the water. In the like ocean. A, okay, fine. In a lake, in a pool, in a swimming pool. It's a thing. Has no one That's taken true. swimming lessons can, before? You can. <laughs> like, do you can float. swim in real yeah. life? All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. So um, uh, you swim around <laughs> for a while. Um, you're, you do have to focus on uh, keeping your head oh. above water, though. <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever. I just push myself to the shore and, and I sit there and dripping, soaking wet, sulking. <laughs> But also that floating thing with swimming, it doesn't work if you have, like, armor on. I mean, I have, I have clothes on. I like yeah, that still armor. drags you down. Yeah. Oh, leather sure. armor. That's heavy. Yeah. yeah. What, what armor then you're oh, no, I have no armor on. I have, lungs. I have no armor on. <laughs> oh, shit. You're a wizard. I know, I know, but I thought I had leather. Oh, I guess have... I no, don't. no. Yeah, no. Yeah, I have no armor. So there you go. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I suck clothes. Well, unless you're going to the pool naked, there's no way you're floating. <laughs> God, it's like none of you know how to swim in real life. Whatever. No, because even in real life, oh, please you have go swim with your clothes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't float. The the clothes okay. absorb the water and it's just gonna weigh you down. Okay, fine. I will not get naked, and instead I will sulk on the side of the water. <laughs> Apparently, we laughing. Apparently, we've turned into a science channel, folks. So, I was gonna uh, say. If you have any, if you have any science questions about uh, chemistry, biology, quantum mechanics, clearly we we know all. Let's do a special live stream where we go test them. <laughs> we should, guy. and I'll prove you all wrong. <laughs> please, right. please don't. It's a right season. Laura. Please, please yeah. don't drown Alara in real life. So as uh, as Alara gets herself back up and and stomps out of the uh, of the stream, uh, plopping herself down, taking a few moments to scowl, but uh, you're able to eventually find your your happy place as you focus on the mindfulness uh, and as you do you begin to feel the arcane energies kind of resurge back inside of you you can go ahead and add your spell slot back Yay. Eli as you wash yourself off the rest of the party seems relatively far away from uh, from where you are right now. You stop for a moment as you notice something off in the bushes, directly on the banks of the stream. At first, you become a little concerned about what in fact is causing it, but there's not enough movement for it to really be a large animal in any way? I'll go check it out. Okay. You walk over to the side of the bushes uh, where there seems to be some large reeds that stick out of the water. Peering back within the reeds, you now see a tiny black cub with two small almost 
furry-like tentacles kind of <laughs> dancing around on its shoulders. His tentacles? Just tiny little furry little tentacles. They're more like, um, tentacles is really the only way I can describe it, but it's not like gross, slimy tentacles. It's like, it's like he has two tiny little extra tails that seem to stick out from his shoulders. So define cub. Is this like a like a wolf cub, like a bear cub? This Do, I don't really know. Closest to a wildcat, or it's it's all black, so it is a panther-like look to it. Okay. Uh, I would like to extend my hand like low, like this. Okay. And see what it does. It kind of wearily looks up at you for a moment and sniffs your hand, quickly backing off. It uh, it kind of gets down into a pounce and starts wiggling its butt as it kind of pounces towards your hand, kind of grabbing onto it for a second, rolling onto its back and and slightly nibbling on your fingers. Well, now I'm obsessed. <laughs> Now this is mine. This is my pet. I claim it forever. Oh, no. as, you, um, as you as you no. reach down to grab it, it's at first kind of is taken aback by you uh, for a moment, getting so close, and begins to scutter off into the. Oh no! I didn't. Mean, I don't want to. I don't want to grab it. I just wanted to. Like I'm. I'm trying to entice it. I just want to play with it, and oh, hopefully, okay. it follows me. It, uh, it, it it plays with you for a few moments, but as you kind of go a little bit closer, it backs away, um, a, a little unsure of you, as it kind of scutters off into the into the forest a little bit. Oh, it left me. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay. A little bit. Can I take one of the reeds and I, can I make like a little sound? Can I blow into it and see if it comes back and then play with the reed with it? Um. Go ahead and make a performance check for me. Oh God! <laughs> oh, I get to re-roll, oh, guys. This is the best. This is the best. It's still not that good. Uh, that would be a five. Can I actually? Can I use my inspiration to re-roll? You can for absolutely. A third time? <laughs> oh my God! I really want this thing. It's still not good. An eight. An eight. So it, uh, mm-hmm. while while you blow the reed, it's it, where you try and make it come out in a, in a in a shrill kind of sound, like you would if you put two pieces of grass in your hands and blowing it together. Um, it looks at you kind of strangely as it comes a little bit closer towards you. It's, okay. Can I see from my vantage point what's going on? Um. <laughs> Roll a Don't perception. try to eat Give it. Me a perception check for me. Perception. So there's a twelve plus six, so we're eighteen. Eighteen. Um, where you, you can see Eli um, doing something in the grass. Uh, it's the position of where the cub is is kind of directly. Um, being shadowed by by Eli, so you can't see the actual cub at this point, but you can s- clearly see Eli doing something within the reeds. So I, I can see his attention is something off into into the bushes. Yes. Okay. I'm just gonna sit down and take out some of my rations and put them in front of me. 
the cub at first sees you blowing on this reed. Um, the reed's the reed's relatively long, um, as it kind of hangs below your hand a little bit, and the cub walks up to it and starts pawing at the the bottom of the reed. You reach into your bag and and pull out some of your rations as uh, it looks down and then looks back up at you with wide, cute anime-type eyes as it uh, (laughs) looks back down and and literally begins to take its paw and and grab a little bit of the food and then put it towards its mouth. Does he like it? the, (laughs) the, The little cub seems to be enjoying himself immensely, almost forgetting that you're there. Okay. All right. I'll hang out with it a little bit more, but I'm on the other side of the stream, right? Yes. Ooh. Okay. I'll hang out with it until I'm called back and then I'll decide how I'm going to get it across or if it wants to come across. Okay. Uh, Make an animal handling check for me. Oh boy. Please roll high. Okay, that's decent. 14. 14. You spend some time with the creature as it, uh, as you play with it. Um, you hang out with it for, for just a, a short time. You notice something strange about the creature, though, as you play with it. Is it kind of hops back and forth. It seems to almost mimic itself with, a, with almost an illusionary image at times, where you go to kind of roughhouse with the the animal a little bit but in fact it's it's not there it's just to the side of it it's very strange um but you do seem to create somewhat of a bond with this creature as it's you can tell it's beginning to trust you a little bit cool this creature sounds badass (laughs) i like it what would you like to do uh, I want to just kind of back away and see if it follows me. Uh, into the stream? No, not into the stream, but like up to the stream. So it understands that I have to go that way. Does it follow me up to the stream? It, it, it follows you a little bit until it gets relatively close to the edge. And then it kind of looks up at you and, and sits down. Okay, then I want to, like, put my hands on the ground to see if it'll crawl up. Um, make one more animal handling check for me. Okay. I see it now. Seven. (laughs) Seven? It, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't come towards you anymore. Okay. I will go to try to pick it up to carry it across. And then if it runs away, it runs away. I hope mommy doesn't come. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. It's the beginning, I'm like, no. <laughs> as, you, as you go to pick it up, it, it leans back kind of in a pouncing-like position for a second oh. and kind of jumps back and forth like a little kind of kitten cub would. Um, and it continues to back away. Seemingly wanting to play with you. Okay, but I gotta go. Are they, is the rest of the group calling me yet, or can I just like stay here with it until they start calling calling me back? It's up to you. Are if we, we ever call you back, 
And so ends the tale of Eli, who now, as far as we're concerned, now lives on the island playing with a tiny displacer beast cub. Okay. Do I have any? My clothes are all wet, though. Mm -hmm. Mm. Oh, shoot. I am just going to... I don't know. I have to... It has to come with me or not. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go into the stream and do one last hurrah. And then if it doesn't want to come with me, I'm just going to say bye and then cross the stream. Okay. So as you turn to go back into the stream, you wade into the water a little bit. You look back at the water's edge. Cub doesn't seem to be there anymore. Bye, Bubba. That's so sad. Maybe he'll come back. Hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. All right. I go back to the group. Okay. You look so sad. I made a friend and then it left me. Already? Yeah. I'm your friend. What are you talking about? I'm no, I made, a, I made another friend. It was this cute little cub thing. Oh. Yeah. Where? On the other side of the stream. Oh. He was so cool. He was like shape shifty type thing. I, I know. So I would have cool. got Shadow out, and then maybe Shadow would have played with this little cup. Well, I didn't think of these things. <laughs> we could go back over there and try and find the cub. Don't we have someone to save? Yeah. I know. I was going to say. We... It's just Rainer. I'm not a huge fan of Rainer. I mean, I'm really avoiding the whole Rainer thing in general. Well, if, if it's meant to be, we will run into him. Rainer? No, not Rainer. <laughs> yeah, oh. We're just searching for him, yeah. Why don't we take a look at the map and see if there's a place where it makes sense that a pirate outpost would be? Okay. In the west somewhere. Pavo! <laughs> Hearing that, uh, uh, do I hear her? Oh, yeah. It's, okay. hard, it's hard not to hear her. <laughs> okay, I, I fly down. Yes. You're the, you're the map holder person. Okay. I so pull out the map. What are we looking yeah. for? Mm-hmm. Rainer. Does it say Rainer? It doesn't anywhere? say Rainer on the map. Uh, no. I guess we should just give up then. <laughs> wow. Okay. Is there anywhere where it, it makes sense that a pirate outpost outpost would be, or if you fly up, can you see one? Well, then. We marked it on the map last time where there was an outpost to the west that we were heading to. The- oh, okay. All right. Never mind. Yeah. So we're heading straight Love forward. It. Okay. Do we? Are we good to go? Do we want to continue? Has it been about an hour? Yes. Wait. Absolutely. Who? If not, I can go try to find the cub, and we can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I highly don't recommend playing with the wildlife. God, are you gonna be like the the paladin of the group with animals? <laughs> God, I have to go pet an animal and Pavo's not looking. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> have some respect. <laughs> Just because we pet animals and like hey. animals doesn't mean we. Do you have an animal them. as a servitude? No, no, that really? is familiar. That's different. A familiar is different than an animal, Pavo. How? 
Because one is one a slave. Is the other one is one's a slave. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Listen to Alcor. Jesus. <laughs> Did you say that out loud, Alcor? Do you, do you think animals can't be compared? You might like All right. Anyway. So we're ready to go. <laughs> Continue our West Side story. Exactly. Oh, I yeah. I say to I say to you, Lara, they don't know what they're talking about under yeah. my breath. They don't. You're right. Well, I mean, he is. He, he's a bird, so maybe he does. <laughs> <laughs> so don't play with Pavo. <laughs> I don't play with Pavo. <laughs> Okay, are we we're on our way. We're headed back to the outpost. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I want to uh, I want to make sounds as I go like <laughs> I will assist. I will assist. I will I give him even... a stink eye every time I hear it. <laughs> I will even cast minor illusion and and make and make the sound echo <laughs> through the wind. <laughs> Well, uh, wow. Trix and Ollie lead the group away from the stream. Um, Alcor and Pavo walk kind of um, right beside each other, occasionally shaking their heads and rolling <laughs> their eyes a little bit as directly behind them, the Eli and and Alara are, are more interested on the ground going, mm, here come, here come, it's okay, it's okay. You continue onward through the trails for uh, for another probably about 45 minutes to an hour before you finally come to um, you co finally come to a full clearing now looking out beyond you you seem to have reached the uh, ravine that Pavo had seen momentarily before looking at it from this point it's much larger ravine than you would initially thought from uh, from the skies, Pavo. Looking across, it's easily probably about 50 feet across. Mm. The long chasm runs as far as the eye can see on both ends. However, you do seem to see a rickety old rope bridge that oh boy. crosses <laughs> over the chasm. There seems to be wooden planks, some seemingly rotting away, that act as footstools or footsteps across the bridge. What kind of shape is the rope in? Make an investigation check for me. Ooh. Well, Eli and Trix, I can get you across, no problem. How oh, deep's the ravine? Nine. One second. Um, as you walk over, you tug on the sides of the ropes. There are, are two posts that sit directly embedded within the, uh, the ground right on the edge of the ravine. You, you yank on the ropes. They seem pretty stable, surprisingly. Okay. Eli, as you, uh, as you tug and examine the ropes, Ollie, you walk directly up to the ravine looking down. You see directly below you... Um, Roughly, probably a 50 to 60 foot drop 
as you look down, seeing a rushing river filled with jagged rocks, um, hearing the the cascading uh, rapids as they run down the river. We should try the bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Or you should go last. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, if Pavo can fly me over, that's awesome. Uh, not me, though, because I can't go back in my bottle yet. Oh, you can't? No. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay, but thanks then. for the offer. Appreciate it. Well, guys, hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so there, there's this, the bridge goes all the way across. It just looks really rickety, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, what if we get all of our ropes and we t- made a long rope across and we tied one end to where we are now and Pavo can fly the other end to the other side. And then if the bridge gives out, we have a third rope that we've tied and maybe we can attach ourselves to that rope somehow too it's a lot of rope it's a lot of how, maze. how far how far is it across approximately i know i wouldn't 50. be able to know for sure 50 feet yeah well, we all have enough rope to be able to do that yeah we have enough rope i mean do we want do you guys want to yeah i guess you shouldn't try getting across i'm down to just try without you're down to try it, but then you're not you're not like harnessed in if something happens. Well, maybe Pavo can try. Yeah, and or just fly oh. if he needs to. What if Pavo flies to the other side with the rope attached to one of us at a time, and then that one person, because he's on the other side, mm. he can pull them up if the bridge collapses. But then how do we get the rest of everyone across after? <laughs> Pavo can, Pavo can go back and forth with the rope. Pavo, you're going to work today. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if I just take the bridge first? And if I can make it, then anyone can make it. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, or but you if you fall, nobody can catch you. Last thread. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, I'm pretty sure you're pretty heavy to, to carry up. Uh, and I have well, a spell that would help with this. I can be but... light on my feet. I didn't prepare. <laughs> oh, I think Alara has a has a decent idea. Do we have anything to tie it to on these ends? Do we see any trees? Are there trees nearby? Because I won't be able to hold you if you guys fall. Yeah. On the on the opposite rocks? side, Giant it doesn't ones. seem like there's there's any trees. It's more of a like a rocky tundra kind of feel to it. Alcor, can you just turn into like a giant bird, like from the Neverending Story? <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah, okay. and then yeah, in about in about two or three years, when when I get there. <laughs> That's a wow. wish dragon, by the way. <laughs> okay, so sorry. <laughs> Damn, I thought I'd ask. You know. So yeah, if there's nothing to secure it on the other side. And even if there are rocks to tie around, that's going to take up most of the rope Yeah. to go around that rock. Oh, true. Yeah. What well, if can, can we you go and me held the other side of the rope together? 
I'm strong for a halfling. I'm not. If I can smirk, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I could try jamming my scimitar in the ground and using that as a tie-off point. Yeah. Oh, I'm starting know. to That's get like impatient, guys. Well, you can always just try. <laughs> See what happens. Well, does someone want to take the other end of my rope and I'll tie myself to it? Oh my god. Alright. Because if I can yeah, get right. across, I can sure. help on the other side. Okay. So I'm gonna okay, I'll, I'm gonna take Eli then, because we can then jam your short sword into the ground and tie that and use that as an anchor as well too. Are you up for doing that? Yeah, me? Yeah. And then we, yeah, and then we could tie one end of the rope to that while we hold on to it, so we have at least that as an anchor. And then have Alara come across. Yeah, okay. Maybe not my short sword, though. Oh, no. Yeah, okay, fine. I'm just afraid to lose it, but whatever. Okay. It's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, but if the rope, like, then I only have... You shouldn't say these things out loud. God is always listening. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm going to pick Eli up. And then you're going to tie yourself before I take the other end of the rope? Yes. Me? Alara? Or, yeah. Alara. Yep. Yeah. All right, I will so tie me... myself in a harness knot. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like, like so a diaper harness. With my arms, Uh-oh. I'm holding Eli. And then with my talons, I'll hold the other end of the rope. And Or, or I can hold the rope, too. Or you can do that, too, if you want. Two ropes. Two ropes tied together so that I'm not dangling off of you across the chasm, okay? Two ropes. Can we pour some with Alcor, Alcor, Alcor. Can we use your rope? Let's let's tie these together. Sure. I think I have... Just make sure it's not too long and you hit the ground before the rope. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's too long. <laughs> It'd be I want feet. two ropes. I want so ropes. much rope. It's going to be the worst bungee jumping experience you've ever experienced. <laughs> Snap your back. Oh <laughs> All right. Are we... So, Eli, you have the rope? Uh, y- yes. All right. I um, grab the rope. As Pavo and Eli fly across, I All will right. shape, shape shift into a, a dog and run across the bridge. <laughs> a dog? <laughs> Not a flying animal. Just... A dog. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, oh as, as Eli and Pavo begin to, um, <laughs> begin to fly across with rope in hand, um, you turn into a dog and uh, begin to make your way across the br- rickety bridge. I, 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 I jump I jump the first part and then run. As he lands, it breaks. So are you going <laughs> to jump? Yep. Okay, what this kind of dog are you turning into? A blink dog. Have you seen a blink dog? <laughs> Google blink dog. I'm gonna, uh, it's... What is it? It's it's a medium creature. Oh wow! But it's Can't a creature that you must have been, you must have seen before. Yeah, that's the one of the three you gave me. You then gave you me three have, creatures at the beginning. Then you have a creature. You have seen the blink dog before. My apologies, I <laughs> yep. don't, don't remember that at all. It must have been a while ago when we came up with that. So anyway, um, so when you say jump, you actually mean blink. Um, or are you yeah, physically yeah. jumping? 
No, I can. I can. I, I thought I could do it once, but actually, I can do it like four to six times. So yeah, I just blink across. Okay. So as uh, as your two companions fly above you overhead, you all watch as Alcor once again shrinks down into a wild shape form, turning into that of uh, roughly uh, the same size as a basset hound, long floppy ears, a um, little bit of a, a pudgy belly underneath him. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm cuter than the picture he gave me. <laughs> As you uh, as you watch him finish his transformation, he walks to the to the uh, ravine's edge, and uh, with a, a quick puff of smoke, he seems to <laughs> disappear for a moment, only to reappear about halfway through the bridge, standing on top of one of these rickety slats. Alcor, you begin to hear the wood begin to creak, and and little bits of fiber snap as you stand on I top of it blink across you quickly blink across again <laughs> as you make it to the other side with your other two companions pavo and, and... Shape shift back okay uh pavo and eli as you stab their your short sword into the ground trying to wrap the the um the rope around the the handle seems pretty firm um I think we have a better chance holding on to it. I think we should hold on to it in addition to having it in the ground. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. And also, but question, if, if like, okay, so we have the short sword and us here and her here and she's crossing the bridge. If it breaks, is she not going to just like... <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. But she won't yeah, fall all the way. Dead. Into the jagged rocks at the bottom? Yeah, that's way... I'd rather smash into the cliff face than the spiky rock. Well, okay. you, will, you will be using a little bit of the rope to actually tie it down or to hold off. So it's not like you're going to... And it's about a 60-foot drop to um, uh, to the water's edge at the bottom. So realistically, there, there would be a, enough slack there. Or a, there wouldn't be enough slack there for you to actually hit the ground. You'd probably swing in roughly about 30 feet. So about 20 oh. feet off the ground. And then she climbs up while we pull up. And then we last. Sure, I'm Ollie. sure. I'm sure it will be that easy. Let's yeah. go. Absolutely, I have full faith in this plan. Let's do it. <laughs> Me <All right>. too. <laughs> <laughs> wrapping, uh, wrapping the the rope around your your waistline, you make your way to the side. Wait. Wait, before I go, Ollie's right there, right? He's on the same side as me. I just yep. want to say, hey, hey, Ollie, in case I die, I just want you to know I really appreciate you saving my life earlier. I know you probably won't be able to do it again today. So if I die, it still wasn't meaningless earlier. Thanks for that. And then don't I will go. Worry, because if you die, I don't like my chances either. So I will see you in the next. <laughs> <laughs> You make your way to the edge of the ravine. Looking down, you get a sense of vertigo as you look down towards the rushing waters below, the uh, sharp, jagged rocks sticking up directly from the river's edge. Taking a deep breath, you hold on to either side of the rope. Putting one foot forward, you eventually release your weight onto the first step. A loud creak is heard. A couple 
snapping of internal twigs from, or internal fibers from beside it, but it seems to be holding your weight. Looking across, you can see the concerned faces of both Pavo and Eli. Alcor is just kind of... He cares, but at the same time, he's just kind of like... Oh, holding the rope, damn it! Let's get this over. <laughs> I will Slowly. I will put on a fake a fake smile so that it looks like I'm not scared at all but really I'm fighting back the urge to puke all over myself. Uh, make a deception check for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, You're going to barf for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's a 6 for deception. <laughs> all right. So um, you give this awkward smile as beads of sweat slowly start to form at, at your side, dripping down your face. Inch by inch, you walk yourself across the rope bridge. Deep in the rope. You get, to point. A, you get to about the halfway point. Oh, God. I need you to go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw for me. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's 14. 14. As you take one more step, it doesn't seem like that plank in particular is able to hold your weight as it no. snaps in <laughs> half. You fall through but you're able to hold on to the rope bridge en just enough that you don't go cascading towards the watery depths below. You breathe a somewhat sigh of release as the tension is now mounting as all your companions have their eyes completely fixated on you. So am I, am I, it's like my full body dangling below or just like a foot like i caught myself no you're just just one of your foot fell through you were able to catch oh. yourself and pull yourself back up okay <sighs> i will give a i will give a wink to everybody <laughs> <laughs> don't push it you give a slight wink to the rest of your companions, although no one believes a word of your body posture right now. You breathe out a sigh of relief, steadying yourself once more on the rope bridge. And as you do, Trix and Ollie, you begin to hear a strange rhythmic thudding coming from the distance. You all turn to look as the foliage at the top of the trees from the forest seem now to be swaying as birds, flocks and flocks of birds begin to spill out from the edges of the canopy. The thuds become louder and louder and you all watch in suspense as a massive ogre breaks through the curtain of the foliage, holding a massive chain. It sniffs the air. <sighs> Thresh meat. Mm -hmm. As it charges towards you, I need everybody to roll initiative. Oh my god. Oh, no. Okay, okay. Just Wait, he's on the what, other what side? What side of the bridge is he on? 
He is on the side that you, most of you are coming from with Ollie okay. and Trix now stand, oh, the only one standing there, and Alara okay. hanging from, or just standing from a rickety old rope bridge that stand directly in the center of it all. Wow. Don't forget wow. your D8, Alcor. Yeah, that's, that's eight. <laughs> is that only Come eight on. hours? <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been a day yet. Been two. Come on. What? Right. Never casting that on you again. Alcor. <laughs> I'm doing better when you don't cast stuff on me. <laughs> the curse. Alcor, what did you roll? Eight. Eight, Alara. Wow. Um, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Twenty-five. Wow. Twenty-five, very good. Pavo. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Tricks. Sixteen. Sorry, say again. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, Ollie? 20. 20 and Eli. 22. Wow. That definitely made up for the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, except Alcor. Yeah. He still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I found that mushroom on the side of the road. I just ate it. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is going slow mo. <laughs> just chalk it up that he's too busy worried about Alara. <laughs> All right. So as the as the beast starts to rush towards you, swinging a massive chain at the side, the creature stands close to fifteen feet tall, towering over every single one of you. Alara, standing on the edge of this bridge, you're looking back and forth, trying to figure out what to do. So what is it you would like to do? Uh, my voice will crack, and I'll say, um. <laughs> <laughs> Launch a fire bolt at this thing. Uh, is it like 120 feet within? With yeah, it's from definitely where I within am? 120 feet. Okay. You're on the bridge. Run! I will. I get a movement. It's fine. I'm not gonna run across the rickety bridge. Alcor, stop backseat driving. <laughs> So oh. as you uh, as you reach oh, around to grab your staff, you hold it in the air. The ember begins to uh, emanate from the from the ball itself as it becomes into a bolt once again. Um, grabbing onto the bolt, you throw towards it. Go ahead and make an attack for me. Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. So uh, as you launch this thing towards the creature. It hits it into the side of the shoulder as it kind of shrugs off, continuing continuing to barrel towards your two companions. Although oh, all bye. the movement that you've just done in order to cast your spell and throw it, I need you to go ahead and make another dexterity saving throw for me. <laughs> like, Told you. Get, off. <laughs> get off the bridge uh, first. Oh, that's quite great. That is 20, 21. 21. 20. So as the as the bridge is now shaking back and forth, you grab onto the sides of it, holding on for dear life. As more of the uh, planks in front of you and behind you seem to fall off and separate from the rope itself. There's probably about a two feet gap now in between each one of the steps. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Uh, I can't move. Can't. Do I need to jump? <laughs> like, okay, two feet. Can I, I can't, I can span that with like Not a that. step, right? Like I can walk but, across two feet? Sure, go ahead, you can try. Yeah. Oh, I have to, what else am I gonna do? 
I will try and get across with okay. my movement. Okay, so you try and hop to the uh, to the next one. You seem to make this the next step. You hop to the next one. That one begins to bow underneath your weight, realizing that you Ooh. jumping along these woods might not be the absolute best idea. You have about three more of these to take. Or do you want to continue? I mean, do I have to jump? Like, can I just like nicely step? <laughs> I mean, it's a two foot gap. It's not a small gap. So you you can you can reach forward and try and do it that way. Um, I mean, what else am I gonna do? Like, okay, I can't just in that stay case, in uh, go ahead and make one more dexterity saving throw for me. <clears throat> oh wow, that's that's another twenty one. Nice. Well done. So, as uh, wow. as as you make your way across, you um, you get to the last step, uh, and as you go to leap, your foot slips a little bit. However, your two companions notice as you begin to flail your arms backward and pull you towards them. Uh, as you get yanked towards the other side of the ravine, the four of you are now on the other side of the ravine with uh, the your other two companions as the ogre with the giant chain now barrels towards them. Eli, you're up. What would you like to do? Um, I would like to, I want to hand Ilara the rope and I want to tell her to hold on to it. And then I want to take my other short sword and my dagger and I want to like clang them together and make a lot of noise and start like running along the side to try to distract the ogre. And then I want to yell at on the other side. Or I want to yell to like Ollie and Trix, try to get it because you're, they're stupid, right? It's an ogre. They're dumb. Uh, you're saying we were stupid. No, not you guys. <laughs> <laughs> the ogre. The ogre's dumb, right? Try to get I him to so. try to try to trick him so he falls. And then Swish I want to. Yeah, I don't think he's that dumb. <laughs> you never know. You never know because Ilara has illusion. All right. Sorry. So you begin to you begin to bang your your two uh, weapons to each other as you yell, "Hey, stupid ogre! Hey!" Go ahead and uh, and make a performance check for me. Oh my god! Come on. Oh, that's bad. That's a that's a that's a three. So as you as you continue to bang Pain. your weapons together, trying to get its attention, it's not paying any attention to you as it's now um, salivating as its eyes are gleaming towards uh, towards tricks. Is there anything but else you'd like to do on your me? turn? Did they hear me though? About trying to get him to fall in, or I guess no, not with a no. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have uh, yelled that out loud. Oh, why not? I wanted to yell it out loud. Oh, okay. In that, in that case, then you do yell it out loud. Unfortunately, they're they a little too care. preoccupied to of an, a giant ogre barreling towards them to notice what exactly you're yelling out at this point. Um, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? I want to tell Ilara to use illusion to get him to fall into the... Yeah. I don't know if that's going to work, but I feel like it's the best shot that we have. Anyway. I think I'm too far. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I am too far. <laughs> okay. right. Pavo, you're up. What would you like to do? How, how many feet? It's uh, 50 feet across. And... Yep. And the ogre is just continuing to making its uh, itself, closing the distance between itself and your allies. I can't leave him over there. 
So I am going to fly back across, and if he's not within 60 feet, then I'm just going to land next to uh, Ollie. Okay, so as you uh, as you fly over top, um, uh, you you put yourself directly in front of, of Ollie and Trix as you kind of land down in a superhero pose, readying yourself with your bow staff in hand. And I'm going to use a key point to where's my action? It's called patient defense, so he'll have disadvantage if he tries to attack me. Okay, perfect. So, um, as the creature continues to slowly make its way towards you, Ollie, what would you like to do? I would like to cast Guiding Bull at the creature. All right, fair enough. Um, Holding on to your holy symbol, you focus your energies as uh, a bolt of radiant energy appears in front of you. You reach out to grab it, and as you do, you pull it back like a javelin, tossing it forward. Go ahead and make an attack roll for me. Spell attack roll for me. Uh, 16. 16. Uh, the bolt hits the creature directly in the side of its arm, uh, this kind of time causing a little bit uh, of a wound in its shoulder. It <laughs> feels it and kind of glares towards you as, uh, as the impact hits. Um, it now begins to glow a little bit, um, making it a little bit more visible than it already is in the daylight. Um, however, you can now see specific spots on it where it has been wounded before. There does seem to be a few scratch marks, as if there are claw marks that have uh, that have pierced the creature, the the ogre's sides. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Did I damage it? Oh yeah, throw roll damage. Sorry oh. about that. Twelve damage. Very good. Okay. And. Um... Someone, whoever attacks it next, gets advantage until my next turn. All right. So, um, as the as the ogre finally gets within range, it starts swinging the chain over top, uh, and as it does, um, it 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 whips it down towards the three of you in front of you. I need you all to make a dexterity saving throw for me, please. Sixteen. 13. Pavel? That would be an 18. Okay, so... The uh, the stone hits all three of you, but it seems that... Um, sorry, Trix, what did you roll again? 16. 16. So the brunt of the damage is is actually hit by Ollie as he's the closest to the chain. He it hits him directly in the side as he tries to hold on to it, but it, there's just too much momentum as it hits the rest of you. Um, Ollie, you take eight points of damage and you are now um, knocked directly on your side. You're knocked prone. Um, Trix and Pavo, you take four points of damage. As uh, Ollie falls back. Very close to the edge, he kind of skids backwards onto his back for a moment, just at the edge of the ravine itself. Uh, the, the creature begins to pull its chain back as it starts to ready itself for its next attack. Trix, you're up. What would you like to do? Alcor, you're on deck. Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm gonna... This is a long shot, but... I'm going to cast Minor Illusion of an Ogre Sound towards the forest. 
Okay. Um, go ahead and make a deception roll for me. A deception roll? Yep. Okay. Eight. Eight. So from behind the uh, the ogre within the forest, you hear a strange call similar to that of uh, almost a, a Chewbacca-esque call from behind, seemingly mimicking the mating call of the ogre. Uh, the ogre stops for a minute with a bit of confusion as it looks around, um, but it's just far too hungry to care about the, uh, the, the noise it hears from behind it. It's not, uh, it's not baby-making time, it's, uh, it's chow time. The creature le- begins to st- keeps leering d- directly in your direction. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Uh, yes, I would like to, I would like to start to run down the side of the ravine, not across the bridge, but just along the water. The water is 60 feet below you. So yeah, but there's still an edge, isn't there? Like I'm standing on this side and instead of going across the bridge, I just want to run. She's running along the side of the ravine. Oh, okay. So you're just running along. I just the... want to. I'm not, just like ah, there's at... an ogre, and they're just running. Okay, so you're not you're not trying to make it across <laughs> to the other side. You're just running on no. the edge, kind of thing. All right. So yeah, you, I need time you... to think. All right, fair enough. So as you run across, um, you, you begin to motion towards the other guys. Guys, there's an ogre. <laughs> Do you see it? There's an ogre behind me. Is it attacking me? Ah. <laughs> Alcor, you watch as Trix now flailing, running along the side of the ravine. What would you like to do? How far is the ogre? Uh, the um, ogre is now within about five feet of your companion, so uh, probably about 60 to 65 feet away from you. It's very important. Is it 60 or 65? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Take a five-foot step forward. <laughs> It is, it, is yeah, six, it is 65. No. It is 65. Okay, so I would cast Guiding Bolt towards the Ogre. Okay, so as uh, as you pull forth your 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 symbol of the of the Druidic arts, um, uh, it begins to glow once more as it uh, opens up, revealing a bit of the of the star map directly inside. And as it does, you once again. Put your finger towards the constellation needed to harness the magic, and as you do, you pull out a ball, turning it into a long javelin once again, and hurling it towards the creature. Go ahead and make a spell attack for me. Uh, that's a twenty-two to hit. Twenty-two absolutely hits. Hits it in the the other side of the arm as uh, scorch marks seem to to blast over the the thick hide armor that it has that it seems to be wearing. Um, uh, go ahead and roll damage for me. So, 15 points of damage. Okay, so uh, the creature grabs onto its side as it looks back towards on the other side of the bridge, glaring at you once more. It now begins to to glow in certain areas, causing it to to light up um, in, in areas it seems to be scarred and wounded in before. Again, you now see on the side there seems to be a relatively recent wound of claw marks that seem to be torn out of the the side of the creature's um, uh, rib cage. 
you know, that's about me. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? No, that's it. All right, Alara, you're up. What would you like to do? Um, the only thing I can, I will hurl another firebolt. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, again, now feeling a little bit more stable on the other side, you reach your staff up into the sky as you put your hand this time directly into the globe, pulling out uh, a bolt of giant bolt of fire as the flames flicker. You once again grab it in the center, hurling it towards the creature. Go ahead and roll an attack for me. Uh, 18 so I'm not 18 yeah okay so the the creature is actually hit directly in the chest this time again flames kind of um, wave over uh, again just giving a little bit of a a backdraft type feel to it as it spreads across its its chest you uh, immediately can smell um, burnt hairs emanating off of the creature um, as it grabs onto its chest um, breathing heavily now seemingly looking relatively hurt go ahead and roll damage for me oh Two points of fire damage. Okay, so uh, holding its chest for a moment. (sighs) As it screams out, Eli, you take notice of this. Still looking, now waving back and forth. You and Trix are trying to motion towards each other. Not sure what each other are trying to say (laughs) as the entire commotion happens. What would you like to do? (laughs) Oh my god. Do I go back across that bridge? Uh, I'm not even, I feel like I'm not even going to get there in time. Uh, I am just going to keep trying to distract it. I will clang louder. <laughs> just try to distract it so maybe they could get, like, advantage or something. I don't know. All right, fair enough. Um, uh, go ahead and uh, this time go ahead and try and make a persuasion check for me. Oh, that is better. Uh, 17. 17 so you continue to to bang and clang the uh the ogre kind of now looking up towards you um and says quiet down food i'll eat you soon is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn i want to say why don't you come eat me first bitch and then i'm done (laughs) all right Make make an intimidation check with disadvantage for me why disadvantage because i'm small because it's a 15-foot ogre against a halfling uh, okay. yelling on the other side of the ravine. Uh, that would be five. Okay, so um, as you as you yell that back, your your voice breaks a little bit, kind of. It's almost a you know this is probably what Eli sounded during his pu- prepubescent times. Next up, Pavo, um, uh, seeing the, the damage that the ogre is taking, you watch as it keeps getting, it's just getting madder and madder. Um, you know, if, it, uh, if its eyes could glow red, it's sure it would be right now. What would you like to do on your turn? I am going to attack it first with my quarterstaff. Okay, so as you, uh, as you reposition yourself after being hit by the chain, finding that confidence inside you, finding that that warrior stillness. You shake off any fear that this ogre might impart on you as you reposition your bamboo staff. You lunge towards the creature. Go ahead and roll an attack for me. Uh, 
21 to hit. 21 absolutely hits. You lunge toward it with the edge of your staff, stab, jabbing it directly in the stomach as uh, it kind of uh, lunges over towards, the, towards you. Go ahead and roll damage for me. That would be 11 points. Okay. Um, the the cre- you pull back on on your staff as the, the creature looms over, looking pretty rough and beat up at this point in time. What would you like to? Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? As a bonus action, I'm going to take my one martial art attack. Okay. To roundhouse kick with my talons. Okay. So as uh, you see it kind of hunched over, you see that that brief opening as you kind of hover up towards the sky. You you spin around for just a brief no- moment as you come down, crashing down with the heel of your talon. Uh, go ahead and roll an attack for me. That's a dirty 20. Dirty 20 absolutely hits. Um, the, the, the weight smashes it across the face and you see uh, a little bit of the edge of your talon. The claw from the heel actually carves into the face of the ogre as the, the blood kind of starts trickling down its side. Uh, go ahead and roll damage for me. That will be eight slashing. All right, so uh, the creature's face gets batted to the side as it looks back towards you. It doesn't seem too happy with what you're doing. Uh, Oliver, you uh, seemingly now on your back, looking up towards the, the sky, you, the wind partially knocked out of you. You look behind you, seeing that you're just mere inches away from the edge of the ravine, thanking Ghibli for, for all of his blessings. What would you like to do? Uh, I'd like to get myself up. Okay, <laughs> using half of your movement speed. you. Get your back yourself back up, kind of grabbing the side as as it seems to uh, to have given a little bit of a bruising or indentation on your metal parts. But you stand back up, trying to straighten yourself off as much as possible, re-engaging back into the battle. What would you like to do? Does that count as my action? That's like just getting back. Ha- from the, prone? So getting back up from prone is half of your movement. Okay. Um, then. Uh, I would like to cast Toll the Dead. All right, very good. So, um, steadying yourself once more, grabbing onto your holy symbol, a brief mist begins to emanate from around your feet, and as it does, all of you begin to hear this strange cathedral bell ringing from somewhere far off into the distance. I don't remember. Is that a saving throw or is that an attack? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's a wisdom. It's a wisdom save of thirteen. The creature suddenly stops looking towards as he's trying to figure out where, where, where are the bells? Where are the bells? See, he's dumb. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> continues to look forward as the the ringing uh, continues to increase more and more. As it does, he grabs onto the side of his head, seemingly hearing the bells much louder than any uh, any of the rest of you. Go ahead, and I need to roll damage on this one, Ollie. Well, just like every D8, I roll one. No, it's a D12. It, no, he's, D8, rolling, he's rolling for damage. Yeah, it's a D12 when the when the creature has been wounded already. No, oh, that's right. Oh, oh, it is. Oh, sorry, I was just clicking the button that D and D Beyond gives me. If it's missing any hit points, it takes 
one d twelve. Know your spells, guys. Know your spells. <laughs> uh, uh, six. Okay, so uh, <laughs> the the creature grabbing onto the side of its head reaches up or looks up to the sky, lets out a giant roar, um, seemingly his head piercing now at this point for, with frustration. You can actually see as he opens his eyes, they start to bulge, bloodshot. He looks very worse for the wear at this point. Nice. The creature shaking his head for one last time, <laughs> takes his chain once more, waving it above his head, smashes down towards Ollie at this, or er, uh, sorry, Pavo's directly in front of him, smashes down directly in front of Pavo. Uh, is your AC still 19, Pavo? Muted, Pavo. Yes, it is. Okay, so uh, the giant chain comes smashing down on you. You don't have enough time to move out of the way. As it oh, crashes down on top of you, you take 13 points of damage, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw to try and remain conscious. Well, I'm down. Oh, all right, fuck. so um, as the... Uh, chain comes down you all watch as a a storm of dust billows out from where the impact point was takes a moment for the dust to settle but your ally pavo is no longer standing tricks what would you like to do Oh my god. Okay, so I guess I probably haven't seen any of this go down because I'm probably facing the opposite direction. Have I seen any ways I could get around rather than across? Does uh, the ravine as far as, end as, far as the eye can see, there's the ravine continues onward. It doesn't seem like there's an easy way for you to get around. Looks like the ogre's having some chicken wings tonight. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh god. Oh. Okay. I'm going to guess that by now I probably would have turned my head at some point as I'm frantically running. So, yeah, hearing hearing the massive chain see... hit the ground, you you've turned back seeing the the dust kind of emanate from the impact point, now seeing an unconscious Pavo on the ground. Okay, so uh, I'll run back. I'll run, <laughs> run back the other way, and I'll um, start CPR. <laughs> <laughs> Compressions, compressions. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't really help him, but I can help him from getting hit again, I suppose. Um, I will. Attack the ogre with my with my mind sliver again. Okay, so uh, running back towards the area of the battle, your eyes kind of water a bit as you see your friend Pavo, but you shake it off. There's no point of emotions at this point. As you put your fingers towards your head once again, you reach out towards the consciousness of the creature. 
There it is. You found it. Go ahead and roll for an attack for me. Uh, it's just a um, intelligence safe. That's exactly right. That's what I meant. I will make an intelligence <laughs> safe. <laughs> Reaching out, you've grabbed the mind of the creature. It's not very difficult to find as this giant dumb lump of, of muscle that seems to be attacking you and all of your friends. You grit your teeth for, for a brief moment. As you push your mind, the, the sliver forward, it cascades directly into the creature of the mind. Go ahead and roll damage for me. Um, that is a six. All right. The, uh, the creature... Uh, grabs onto its forehead, now screaming in pain. You can see that um, the, uh, the, the, the head of the creature is now almost pulsating as it now swells up from the damage that, that's occurred. It doesn't seem to be looking down good down to its last legs. Alcor, what would you like to do? Oh, sorry, Trix, unless there's something else you want to do on your turn. Uh, no, that's all. Okay, Alcor. Looking, uh, I'm guessing he's, he's still at the same distance. He hasn't moved. It hasn't moved, nope. Then I will try to uh, hit it with a guiding bolt again. Okay. Once again, focusing on your your the the uh, trinket that you hold in your hand for your star maps, finding the right constellations as the uh, as the glow of the uh, of the constellations rest inside the ball itself. You reach forth, grabbing your guiding bolt, tossing it towards the creature. Go ahead and make an attack for me. It's an eighteen to hit. Eighteen absolutely hits the uh, the bolt, smashes into him one last time. As you can see, he's now losing breath, teetering back and forth. He still seems to be standing on his feet for the time being. Go ahead Yo. and roll damage for me. 17. 17 points of damage? Ah. Yes. Okay, so uh, oh, as uh, as the creature slowly waves back and forth, he seems to fall one last time, or um, almost lo- at the point of losing consciousness at this point. But he shakes it off one last time. Oh. As with a last ditch effort, (laughs) it reaches forward and grabs Pavo on the ground unconscious. As it says, one last meal. Just one last meal. (laughs) He raises Pavo to his mouth. No. What? As it opens its mouth, you watch. What? No, he's going to fall. (laughs) you watch as he inches towards its mouth when all of a sudden its eyes go bright for one moment as his hand seemingly falls off from the wrist Pavo falls to the ground you all watch in amazement as a black axe smashes into the back of the skull of the ogre cleaving it directly in half the black axe hits the ground, and you notice a large figure standing directly behind it, face obscured from different hides that it wears. You hear a voice kind of say, You've shown up to the wrong place, kids. Uh-oh. And that's where we're going to pick up next week. No! <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh, 
any damage from falling? <laughs> we, uh, we let him down gently, right? Yeah. <laughs> we let him down gently so in the he grass. He wasn't that high up. He wasn't that high yeah. up, so he'll, he'll yeah. be just fine. My feathers cushioned my fall. <laughs> I'll have to use my spare the flying joke for next week. Oh, oh. <laughs> you should have waited, my friend. You should have waited. It would have been perfect. <laughs> so with that said, um, good session, guys. That was fun. I'd, uh, sure. I had a lot of fun that time. So, yeah, um, it was fun. So thank you all for uh, for playing the game with me once again. Uh, thank you everyone in chat who's stuck around. Hopefully you've enjoyed yourself up until this point. Um, if you like what we do, go ahead and uh, consider following us. We always appreciate the extra, extra the support. Um, if you do happen to miss any of our sessions, we do str uh, add it to YouTube on uh, Sundays at our, I believe, at our Careful Cantrip uh, channel there. Um, but I guess that's all we got for tonight, kids. Um, so again, thank you everyone for being here with us. And just remember, adventurers, be huh? careful out there. You can trip. Bye. Take care, everyone. <laughs> we'll see you in the next one. <laughs>